Welcome to Hero Worship, the podcast where I interview big heroes from small places, starting with the heroes closest to me, my family. My name is Brad LeBaron, and today I'm joined by my brother Scott, who will be helping me with the co-hosting duties. Scott, can you tell me a little bit about yourself in a few sentences? This is a circle. Scott, you see this line here? This is a tangent. This is you. I think that, that, that describes it pretty well. Um, thanks for joining me. Um, today uh, we're going to be interviewing our grandma, Joanne LeBaron. Uh, grandma, welcome to Hero Worship. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about, a bit about yourself, like where you grew up or what you enjoy doing for fun? Or... Well, I grew up in Lena, Illinois. My profession is a registered nurse. And for fun, I guess, taking care of my four cats. Yeah, two, two of which have uh, the, the, four, the fifth paw thing, right? Yeah, like the, the polydactyl. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. You have a couple of really interesting cats. Yes. But yeah, yeah. Currently terrified by Brad's dog. <laughs> yeah, Paulo and them don't quite get along yet, but uh, then again, I mean, I I haven't seen most of like, these cats. Well, there's for the, the fourth part, cat, but... uh, the calico, that exists merely in theory. <laughs> seen in yeah, I don't... whispers in the corner of your eyes. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever seen that cat. I have seen it. It does <laughs> exist. I saw it for all of 20 seconds, yeah, and then it ran under something. It's um, under the bed. Yeah, yeah. Nothing. I'll take your word for it. But, um, so, uh, as, I was, as I was preparing for uh, this, I uh, actually read through, um, you know, the, like, interview thing that Linda, Aunt Linda sent to Grandpa a while back, um, that grandpa like filled out and replied with yes um basically have you read this scott i ages ago um you you should really read it it's it's got a lot of great stories just from grandpa but um yeah so i was preparing for this i was reading through that and um you know learning a lot about like grandpa's life and his childhood like because i haven't read that document in some years either but um yeah, there was, there was a lot of really cool stuff, so I, I use that to kind of um, inform my, uh, you know, kind of questions I'm going to be asking you and stuff. I see. Yeah, yeah, so uh, we'll, we'll, you know, kind of share some of Grandpa's, you know, stories as well while we're doing this, so. Sounds good. Um, you are heavily into this, yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> Grandpa, um, rest in peace. He uh, was a great, great dude, and uh, we don't need to get into that too much. Um, that will be for the sequel. That's, 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 I was, there, there, there will be an episode about that, and we will get into Grandpa. I actually really want to just record that whole interview thing mm-hmm. sometime. Anyway, um, so, Grandma, where did you grow up, and what was your neighborhood like? Um, I grew up in Lena, Illinois, and our neighborhood was mostly uh, retired people. And for many years, I was the only child on the block. Okay, where did they uh, they work? Where did they all work? Uh, similar places, or was it just? Well, the uh, home I grew up in was owned by my grandparents at one time. So my dad and mother had moved in there when okay. they came from Iowa. Oh, okay. So it was like a it was a family house. Yes. Okay. All right. And uh, how long did you uh, did you guys live there? Well, I lived there for 18 years, and then we moved to uh, Dubuque, Iowa, where I went to Finley High School School of Nursing. Okay. All right. Yeah, it seems it sounds pretty similar to, to Grandpa's upbringing. He, he, he said um, he played on the street. Um, there wasn't a lot of traffic back then, he, he mentioned, so like him and his friends could just apparently you know play on the street and get in scuffles or whatever that uh, he, he mentioned. Do you, have you read anything about that, Scott? Grandpa Scuffles? Yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a, a real exciting little yes, bit of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He also fell out of a tree and passed out one time. Too. Oh, really? Again. Oh. Because he don't remember that. His mother don't forget. Oh, really? I was going to say, like, I didn't read that one in there. I don't think... I'm not sure if there was one... I know. I think that he did have, have a story there where he didn't win the fight. <laughs> that was that was one of the stories. So he wasn't a blowhard or anything. He knew that, you know. But um, yeah, yeah. He, he just like he was talking about how he uh, when he was a kid, he would feed the neighbors chickens. Uh, he helped deliver them food, deliver the um, 
feed sometimes, and then the Swiss Cheese Factory was nearby that you go visit. Do you, is that the factory you work at, sir? No, it is not Burner's Food. Uh, wait, should I be saying that out loud, considering that might be a marketable term? Hmm, uh, I don't know. It's really up to you. Um, <laughs> I mean, we. No, the that audience would... is zero right now, so I mean, right now you're safe. <laughs> but well, if someone well, were to listen to this... Let's future-proof this. No, the cheese factory situated in Afoki, Illinois, is not the one in question. Yes, okay. All right. Interesting. All right, well, um, did you, uh, what, what did you want to be when you grew up? Did you always want to be a nurse? Or... I always wanted to be an office nurse. Yeah? And I used to uh, play with my dolls and put them in different rooms like they were patients. Oh, wow. And go from okay. one room to the other and, and yeah. quote, take care of. Wow, so you were so you like always from from a little young age wanted to be a nurse. Went that way. Okay. Wow. Yeah, you and you and Grandpa have that in common. I mean, he he saw it at the uh, the um, the railroad, and he was like, "I want to be a part of that." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I guess I at guess at that time, uh, women know it. professions were limited to say a teacher or a nurse or a that's, Yeah, that's true. That's, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So you just wanted to do something in some official yeah, in high school, capacity. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. It's a diff- different. And the uh, nurse seemed more interesting because there's different specialties mm-hmm. you can go into. Yeah. With nursing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, our, our um, you know, Grandma Siemens was a nurse too. Yes, she was. And then. Didn't she work was, with you for a while? She worked with me. Uh, I don't know. You guys worked together. Yeah. She oh, yeah. was pregnant with your mother. Oh, wow. And I worked with her. Wow. Yeah. Small world. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, it, I mean, it's, it's north, smaller north around western here. western Illinois. Yeah, right? yeah, I was going to say, it's a little smaller around here, even. At St. Francis Hospital. Yeah, wait, seems, that's, is that where Dad was born? Mm-hmm, yeah. Wow. But is, this, is that just, like, where, where everyone's born in this area, kind of, or? No, no. it was Deaconess Hospital, which is now okay. FHN. Oh, that With turned into HFA? Network, network hospital. Okay, okay. Okay, all right. So the, there were, there was one other, another option yeah. if you wanted to go to the other doctors. Okay. Well, uh, where did you uh, go to school? Um, like, you're, like, starting with, like, elementary school. Lena School, which had the mm-hmm. grade school and the high school all in one building. Oh, okay. And it's now in an apartment house. Oh, so it's not, that's not the school anymore? Yeah. No, it would have. It would not have been able to fit the people required, even well, in a tiny not, town like Lena. Yeah, I'm not really sure how much Lena has grown. I remember being in Lena a lot. It's gone. It's it's, it's much more massive than it okay. was in Lena. Uh, was it time. was it like what more the size of um, I'm trying to think smaller town. Shannon. Yeah, it was it yeah. was it kind of like Shannon. Right. Okay. All right. And yeah, Lena at this point is at least three or four Shannons. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's always seemed like a. Bigger, small town. Oh, Brad, keep in mind, we spent most of our time in Beloit, Rockford, Freeport. Yeah, that's true. That's kind true. Of distorts your perspective a little. Yeah, yeah. We, we're, we're, we're more used to the city than the country. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But Florence Station was mad. But we're, we're somewhere right in the middle. Me and Kevin talked about that a little bit. The fact that, like, it's kind of nice that um, we have family that's from, like, rural areas and, uh, you know, more areas but we also like lived in the city a long time so we kind of have a little bit of shared perspectives yeah yeah it kind of helps when trying to you know talk to people that have different you know different perspectives than us especially in madison you know yes there is that when you live in the city you don't really understand a lot of the uh demographical and uh philosophical cultural differences when you live out in the sticks Mm -hmm. yeah it's you know it it, it makes sense. I mean, if you don't encounter a lot of different types of people, you know, it's... Yes. But that's that's probably it. We, we can get into that. Then. Yeah. Another time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, so you went to school all the way through high school, Lena? Yes, in the same building. Okay, all right. And it was, I think, 26 in my graduating class. Okay. And, um, did you go to, like, a school for the nursing then? Yes, at Finley Hospital in Finley Hospital. Dubuque, okay. Iowa. Oh yeah, I always forget that Iowa is so close. 
How far away is Iowa from Freeport? About 60 miles, give or take. Wow, that's not even that far. Yep, and then you hit the Mississippi. Yeah. You hit yeah, the yeah. foot down. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever... I think I've probably driven through Dubuque, but... I, yeah, we've been there. we stopped a couple of times when yeah. we'd go to that park in Savannah. We'd just hop over the bridge that Dad was amusingly terrified of <laughs> and uh, maybe stop by there. Yeah, I, close enough. I used to think that was funny. <laughs> but uh, now now I struggle with stuff like that, so it's not nearly as funny. Uh, I remember when we were, we were taking a vacation down to Florida, Dad was just terrified of the mountains. I'm like, really? The mountains? I don't understand. And then you get behind the wheel, and you're like, oh, that's why! Well, like, I drove in the, and while well, we were in the West, and I had to, like, I would drove, like, for a half hour in the mountains, I had to stop and get Ben to come in and drive, because I just, it well, just, my personal, it feels like you're falling, you know? Well, yeah, my personal favorite thing is, like, I got, I just got my driver's license, and uh, we're going to, uh, what was it? I think it was Texas. Yes, I literally had also just graduated high school. Mm. And yeah, yeah, Dad and Kathy decided to give me the wheel while we were in somewhere, I think, like Georgia or something. Yeah, I yeah, I remember that. And the yeah, speed limit, it, it's in the middle <laughs> of the night. Speed limit's, like, listed as 85. It's dark. We're in a valley in a conversion van with an extended cab and top. Yeah. Well, we survived. We did. <laughs> we did. Mainly because I told them, I'm going to pull over now, and one of you are going to replace me, or we will all die. That's that's fair. That's fair. Hey, Grandma, uh, what's, uh, what's one of your most memorable vacations that you can think of? Well, we never took any vacations as a child or anything. Okay. I guess as after I was married, we took Go on three day vacations. Mm -hmm. I guess Niagara Falls. Yeah. Oh wow. Wow. When did you When did you go there? When Brian was, he must have been around ten, and we stayed in this hotel one time to check out. We couldn't find the key. Oh no. To turn the key in. Oh, was it? Was it? Did they, it was it actually like a metal key? Yeah. Yeah. And oh, a couple of days later, then I found the key and. Car on the clothes hook. Brian oh, no. put it on the clothes hook. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Did you guys have to like pay for it or something? Or? No. No, it was just. Nothing. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What's, uh. Where were you guys vacationing when Dad got in trouble that one time? Oh, yes. We won't get into detail. But where were, where were you guys uh, visiting that time? Which hmm. trouble? It's the one where he was uh, kind of caught by the fuzz with uh, alternative horticulture. He got smoked, caught with weed. Yes, yeah. Oh, that wasn't a vacation. Oh, no, that was just... Uh... They went to it. We drove to Milwaukee there to see that. Hmm, okay. I think it was Led Zeppelin, he, if no, I recall, or something like that. I don't forget. Steve Miller Band, maybe... No? Well, it's somewhere in the genre of dead yeah, rock. I, yeah, yeah. Well, he, he got... <laughs> they took a bunch of them in a car down to the PD there. Patty Wagon. And uh, we went and got him, him and his friend. I'll never forget it. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> the camera on <laughs> was Dad pretty upset? <laughs> he wasn't, and Keith wasn't upset. I was the one that was upset. Huh, okay. So he played it pretty cool? Keith, yeah, he was pretty cool. Yeah, him. yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. We've had a slightly different experience than Dad, so, um, <laughs> yeah, me and Kevin are a little different. Um, what did your parents do for a living? My dad sold, he sold and repaired sewing machines and also had a Watkins route, and my mother was a nurse. He had a what route? Watkins products. Oh, oh, so door, like door-to-door door door salesman? Door-to-door store. Okay. What kind of stuff would you sell? Just oh, just spices, vanilla. Watkins was a, uh, weren't they a manufacturer in downtown Freeport? They made spices and such, if that I recall. I think I have wa a Watkins spice. 
Wait, wait, wait. Were those those I old gave ones? You some old ones. That's right. Okay, yeah. that's what that's what, that's what that's what it's reminding me. For those in the listening audience, we cleared out Grandma's spice cabinet last Thanksgiving. <laughs> there were some truly ancient tins. Yes, tins older mm. than our dad. Older, oh yeah. Older than you even, right? It would be like <laughs> say seventy years old. Yeah. yeah. So just like, contact us if you're looking for artisanally aged spices. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're they uh, they're mostly dust, but uh, a couple yeah. of them still had some kind of scent to them. Uh, to be fair, aren't spice <laughs> all spices just seasoned to dust? Well, but some of that like became straight up dust. <laughs> yes, there's no argument. Yeah, there's there's some... there's only subtle differences between these spices and dirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did did your uh, did your parents uh, cook at home? Um, did they? Yeah, do my lot? mother was a real good. Cook. Yeah, yeah. Do they I use... do not like to cook. So. No. no, no. I've heard so stories much. of uh, great grandma's cooking. Dad was particularly fond of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And grandma she... once left the cardboard on the pizza. Oh no. <laughs> it was an easy enough mistake, I mean, and it, we were all legitimately quite surprised at how effective cardboard can be at seasoning. Oh, did so? Wait, you you, you like cooked the whole pizza, got it out of the oven, cut it up? Yes, and wow. well, before we cut it up, we <laughs> what realized. What did you realize? <laughs> after we pulled it out and just were about to cut it, and then we started cutting the first slice and realized there's a real. Oh. Oh no. They say it tastes like cardboard. Usually it did. Just it did. <laughs> it tasted like if you took cardboard and you put, you know, pepperonis and sausages on top of it. Hmm. Okay. All right. So, so not not a big fan of cooking, no. but, uh, but what she does, she does well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those so, uh, German style the, sliced potatoes are amazing. Yeah. I've always cooked what the family liked. I mean, mm-hmm. you know. Well, Dad doesn't I mean, exactly have a refined palate by the modern standard, so that's not too hard. Well, he grew up on hamburger and peanut butter sandwiches. Is about all you can wait, wait. Hamburgers? No, I'm not. I don't <laughs> think those are together, right? No. Hamburger okay, sandwiches and peanut butter sandwiches. Yeah. I can't rule that. I saw the look of horror on Scott's face. Like, no, no, that's that's terrifying. Who would do that? You have but. disrupted the natural <laughs> order. <laughs> But um, yeah, so so uh, did did Grandpa cook much, or did he did he grill? He definitely grilled. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember him grilling a few a times. Yeah. Oh yes, constantly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He made if, it, if it was summer or fall mm-hmm. or spring, you could grill. Nice. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. He made Christmas candy. Oh yeah, he made Christmas, Christmas candy. candy. Yes. Yeah. And his uh, caramel his... corn was amazing. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if I ever had his Christmas candy. I don't really remember. You kind of stopped doing it very often, well before even mm. I really was of any cognizant age. But when he made caramel corn, it was good. You don't have any recipes, do you? No, he didn't. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, a lot of that stuff was committed from to memory. His yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he also know his uh, alju, uh, you know, Italian beef. He learned from the Capones. What? The Capone family had relatives out here in Freeport. He yeah. worked at their uh, restaurant. Wait, wait, wait. Yes, These that... Capones were connected to those Capones? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I knew that they were, like... Yes. Wow. So he knew the Capone family? Yes. <laughs> but, you know, not in any sort of mafia capacity. Well, no, no. I, everyone well, kind of knew. Well, yeah. I mean, he mentioned it in the interview that he had um, you know, worked at a pizza place for a little while and that there were... Um, yeah, it was from the Capone family. Yeah, Italian people there. I, I didn't. I don't know if he actually mentioned that they were part of the Capone family though. They were interview, but cousins. Wow, that's that's nuts. Freeport was a happening place, dude. Well, yeah. I mean, it. it I mean, it looked like it definitely had the infrastructure. Like they were, you know, expecting it to keep. Well, on a lot being... of people forget is with the, before the prohibition, Freeport was probably one of the wettest cities you could find. Oh yeah. And then the prohibition yeah, kit, the kicked border. in and kind of killed it. That's yeah. why the Freeport pretzels are the pretzels. Oh, because it goes with beer. Bingo. And oh, when the Prohibition kicked wow. in, most people here were, you know, law-abiding citizens and not really near enough Chicago to be speakeasies. Hmm, so okay. Freeport became dry and kind of lost that industry. Yeah, okay. Interesting. And it just never grew back. Yeah, so, like, it's been kind of in decline since the, what... 40s or 50s? Then? Well, that or part of industry, yes. Just that part? Okay. But as far as being a formal, like, powerhouse, that would have been probably the 80s. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but that's I, feel, I yeah. feel like I remember being a kid, it felt more... Freeport felt a little more put together. Freeport actually was one of the first cities in the Midwest to formally set up like a proper network for internet and whatnot. Mm. Yeah, with Honeywell. Yeah. Freeport um, used to be the world headquarters for Honeywell Microswitch. Microswitch itself, uh, I believe, yeah, more or yeah, less yeah. started in the city, at least in its production capacity. Okay, okay. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know that much about Freeport. But... Again, I mean, well, it, it, it has it, the it, world's it, tallest plate tower, even to this day. Well, and I've always kind of like thought it was weird that Freeport was so known outside of Illinois. Like, people usually know what Freeport is, if even if they're not from this state. Which, like, unless it's, like, the capital or something, well, usually people don't remember. to be fair, with Illinois, there's only really four cities people are going to recognize. <laughs> Chicago, well, not five. Chicago, Springfield, Freeport, Cairo. Cairo? Yeah, because why is Cairo in Illinois? And, uh... uh Rockford. And Rockford. Yeah. And that's it. Cairo. <laughs> Cairo is the one of the most southernmost cities of the state. What? That's so weird. Well, that's why everyone remembers <laughs> it. Because what? What the heck is Cairo doing here? Isn't that in Egypt? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, I was just gonna uh, back on the topic of the uh, the meals or whatever. Um, one of the coolest thing, one of the cool things I read in um, Grandpa's thing is that when his mom, when they'd have cheese that was like going bad getting, um, you know, um, mold on it or whatever. She would cut up the cheese, cut off the mold, and then fry it in a frying pan on the stovetop until it was like a crisp. Yes. And I still do that. You still do that? Okay. Yes. Uh, yeah. Apparently, yep. uh -huh. somehow, the rest of the siblings didn't know this. I've known this for years. I, well, like, They I, didn't find out until, like, a month ago. Okay, so, oh, yeah. so for us, you know, it... When Dad was like in his bachelor years, is when he'd make <laughs> this thing for us the most. So we kind of like got in our heads like, oh, he's just kind of a bachelor. a bachelor, and this is no. an easy way to give us a snack. No. But like when I read that, I was like, oh, this yeah, is like is. tradition. Yeah. Yes. You know. Well, it, it, it's also practicality. I mean. And yeah, and, and especially then it was you know practicality to not waste the cheese. Yeah. Cause... Like I have a baked potato and fried cheese. Yeah. 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 Uh huh. Yeah. For a meal. And, and, like, all my friends always thought it was so weird. I've always got so much crap about it. You know, they always... Oh, yeah, because you, you take... Well, for us... Well, we, we've, we, we moved we've to distilled the it to microwaving it, yeah. We are indeed a family who tries to uh, reach efficiency as much as possible. That's true. That's true. And if, if they had Not microwaves... Not that we've really succeeded, but if, if, we will try. If Grandpa's mom had a microwave, she probably would have oh, tried definitely. it. Oh, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I just... The thing is, I always go for melted cheese when I'm, like, really drunk. And well, it is a perfect food. Bar it, it, I just it is loaded with it. fats, and it, it's a great yeah. way to help break down the stomach. alcohol. Yeah, yes. it coats your stomach a little bit. Yeah. It is yeah. definitely something that would probably be up there with bacon as far as hangover food. Yeah, 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 I think so. Yeah, it's good stuff. But, um, yeah, Grandpa, uh, changing subjects, Grandpa mentioned that his parents would rent a cottage on the lake near Madison. Um, do you know anything about that, or what lake that was? Well, this one his, is just me being curious. His, I don't know about his parents. His sister and husband bought a cottage on the lake. Kiganza. Oh. On what? Kiganza. Kiganza. You've been there once, actually. Okay. We would go up there, and one time we would rented one next to them or a couple Oh, like you, you and you and uh, Grandpa went up there. Yeah. Oh, nice, nice. And your dad got in a what they call a float with a bunch of weeds and all that in the lake. I saw him floating down the lake in this bunch of scrubs. Oh, like he, he got like stuck in the the seaweeds or something. Well, he was just doing it to join. Yeah, yeah. yeah like a float just, or something made out of yeah. dead seaweed. No, no, clever. Although my no. favorite story is related to me about yeah. that kind of that time period. I don't know if it was on Kaganza that they'd go fishing with their babies. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's one of my favorite stories from Dad. 
Did you ever hear about that one? Which one? He, he goes fishing, fishing with M80 fireworks, you know, those big firecrackers. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah. Either, yeah. I can't recall if he, like, tossed them in and let them explode, or he caught the fish and threw it back with it and then watched it explode. Yeah. I don't know. I mean... Probably he did probably both just throw them in. Well, yeah, actually, I feel like he's described both. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he I has. I feel like actually. when he described this story originally, he said both. <laughs> well, one logically follows the other. Yeah. So, uh, what what kind of uh, teenager was Dad? Was he uh, was he a handful of trouble? Was he a good kid? Well, I don't know how public this is. Well, he did what other teenagers do. Yeah. So typical. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Typical. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nothing extreme. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like he at the time hung out with his cousins. Uh, Surprisingly, more average than we would expect. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. He didn't get into too much... From what I can tell, he didn't get into too much trouble. No. <laughs> I mean, cool. nothing outside of expected parameters. Yeah. yeah. I remember yeah. Uh, one thing, one of his biggest regrets, though, is burning all those Beatles records. You ever hear about that? No. There was... Remember after John Lennon said that, like, oh, it's like the Beatles are bigger than get Jesus, or whatever. And then... No, I don't uh, remember that. Well, that's what sparked the burning of all the Beatles records. Like about all a bunch of evangelicals and different Christian groups like decided that in protest they were going to burn a bunch of Beatles. Wow, like the even though John, even know, though, yeah, apparently he did have a few. Yeah, but yeah, he um, because John Lennon was saying like he was kind of saying how it was kind of funny that it's as if the Beatles are bigger than Jesus. Oh, he wasn't saying they were bigger than Jesus, but like. Remarking that, on their overall the, There was like a you know a snippet that got on the news and like everyone saw that little quote and all of a sudden everyone's burning Beatles records. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I've definitely seen stuff like that in my lifetime, like Harry Potter stuff. Nike. <laughs> oh Nike. But um, yeah. There's uh, every now and again they got like like. It's, it's as if evangelicals have to get upset about another thing. I don't know what it is, but... They just need to satisfy <laughs> their latent pyromania. They won't admit to it. They <laughs> just like burning stuff. I mean, know? there's nothing wrong with that. It's nothing wrong cool. with that. It's what does, you know, out of, out, out of the trees and all that nice stuff. Yeah, yeah. Fire good, so long as you, you know, don't burn yourself, you're fine with that. Yeah, yeah. But, um... Yeah, it seems like he was a, a pretty normal kid for the most part. Um... But uh, oh yeah, I was I was reading that um, for a short time that you and Grandpa had both Linda and Dad at the house at South State Street. Yes. Do you remember that? How long was uh, how long was that? Okay, that on State, uh, that was when we brought. It was shortly before her mother decided to leave with her sister. Mm -hmm. And so we took one of them, and that's when we brought Brian home from the hospital there, and she was with us, because she helped me with him, and Keith had to go to work. Yeah. I couldn't get out of bed. I had stitches in my What's that, a C-section day? No. Oh. Normal. Sicily? We do have, I believe, the U.S. Navy had a base there. 
Oh, okay. There was a, there was a base. I don't remember all of the Okay, okay. Yeah, that might that may make sense though. Sicily does have yeah. ties with the American military. So wait, wait. So Linda's mom was in the navy, or the husband? The husband. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, um, what was that? Uh, what was that like uh, having like Linda at home? Um, did you guys like you know get along or did yeah. you talk much? Or? Yeah. Yeah. How long, um, and how long was Linda with you guys before, um, they moved out to, out west? Eight months, maybe a year. Okay. So not, not, not too long, just, just kind of a shorter, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, and then, yeah, Linda was just with March from that point on, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can never remember the age difference between those, between Dad and Linda. I think Linda's like about a decade older than Dad. Yep. That in that ballpark. Yeah, yeah. I think she was born in 55, and your Dad was born in 16. Okay. So six years. Yeah, okay, that's, yeah, 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 definitely. So, um, you and Grandpa met at the Wilkinings. Yes. Um, what do you remember about that couple? <laughs> oh, boy. Well, they were classmates of mine. Okay. Okay. And they were just kind of a couple. They never got along, but yet they had four kids. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah well, familiarity breeds contempt. Also, children. <laughs> and Mark Twain. I happen to be nice. dating one of the ministers Time and, uh, and oh, wow. Has been with Dick at the Matrices Orphanage. Okay. Which was run by the Lutheran Church. That's down near Dixon. Okay. And we were there at Wilkins, and uh, Keith came, dropped in just to visit because they'd known each other. Mm. So they were mu and like that's mutual friends? Where I met him. Yeah. And I told Dick I'd like to meet that. Oh, yeah? Yeah? Tell him you like to go on a date or something? Yeah. 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 That's all. That was in May, and I didn't really go out with him until August. Okay. Because he had summer camp and whatever else. Mm hmm Yeah. But then, then you guys started yeah. seeing each other regularly. Yeah. And nice. we started dating in August, and we married the second January. Oh, wow. Oh, that's 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 pretty like quick engagement. So, well, the, well, these he days, was today's going standard. into the uh, after the going to Fort Leonard Wood for the army. Yeah. Oh, National yeah. Guard yeah, obligation. Right. Just in time to miss Korea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember he went. Um, where did he go? I read it. In the Fort back. Benning. Fort Benning. Yeah. Fort okay. Benning. Yeah. Yeah. Fort yeah. Leonard Wood, and then for basic, and then he went to. Yeah, and he was he was and he only was there. A communications chief. Yeah, he wasn't there too long though, in right? In his outfit. That was like maybe yeah. a year back to what have you. Yeah. Yeah. Six yeah. Months. They were at that time period. They were spooling down because the Amer great American tradition at that time is oh well we just wouldn't finish the war, let's completely axe the military budget because they're no longer necessary. Yeah, yeah. That whole long long term strategy. To be um, fair, I mean, the, the reason it stands around is because then you get events like the Korean War where, oh, we have no tanks, we have no airplanes, and we have people in Korea that are being, what, shot at. Hmm, this is a problem. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, did, um, did Grant, I, I, I remember reading also that Grandpa had, um, trouble with, like, motion sickness sometimes? Like, uh, yes. like car sickness, or, you know. He couldn't ride, like, in the backseat. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, did that nausea. factor into his service at all? Is it like as far as like what he did in the military? Not likely. Huh? No, he used signals. He was in communications. Yeah, so. yeah. So I mean, yeah. I was just wondering. I, I was reading that, and I also read he went through like basic training. So I was like, did that? Now whether uh, they had him? to jump out of a plane or anything, I don't he know. wasn't a paratrooper. Yeah. And back yeah. then, paratroopers were more of an elite. Distinct branch from the rest of the army. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and he, yeah, and he mentioned that he he was afraid of heights, but he's not afraid of being on a plane. So like, well, see, just, there's uh, a difference when you're flying. You, you generally don't hit the ground. Yeah, usually. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. odds are usually in your favor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, even with the onslaught of terrible movies, aircraft travel is still the safest way to fly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Is it a safer way to travel than train? Yes. Really? Mostly by virtue of the fact that trains have been a little longer. Oh, yeah, that, that, they've had a chance to do a lot more damage to people. Yes, that <laughs> and with aircraft, considering the tr- technical troubles involved, they had, there's a much higher attrition rate when, you know, the nearest thing you're going to crash is several thousand feet below you. Yeah. So there is an added incentive to finding a way to miss the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The yeah, train yeah. jumped the track at Reno one time. Oh, really? Demolished uh, people. Didn't I kill one of our, gr- one of our great-grandmothers a train or something? Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah, my aunt so. was killed. Yeah, wasn't she deaf or something? Yeah, she couldn't yeah, hear. Yeah, she, she couldn't could hear walk, the train. She'd walk all over town. Yeah, but yeah. she couldn't hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and when it when it hops the track, that is that going to the next track over, or is that it's just me, jumping just, it and well, going straight it through it? It goes off. It goes off. Goes what off, happens yeah. is, especially with older style tracks, you have kind of like a bevel to keep the tr- the train into the track. Mm-hmm. But if you get something on that track that raises it up, trains are very tall and narrow, so the mass throws it off if it's going particularly fast or particularly unbalanced. So, usually it'll pop up and over on its side. Yeah, I think I've seen like... It is quite traumatic because, yeah. I mean, even trains typically don't, you know, especially here in North America, don't typically travel all that fast, but they've got yeah. a lot of mass. Yeah, For yeah, the yeah. cargo you can put it's on an airplane... Yes. Use. Well, again, especially here in America, where we're yeah. at times. Well, I and mean, it is still the most cost-effective way to move stuff around. It is right? ultimately the most cost-effective. Yeah. Because I mean, for I don't the know, uh, power, I don't know how we're going to beat that? Like, <laughs> you, you won't. I yeah, mean, yeah. teleportation. Oh well, yeah, I mean, if we get teleportation. Yeah, I but mean, there's the problem of power costs. Yeah, yeah, that's uh. That's it's a one of those post-scarcity things that you know, if you can, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. tap the power of nuclear fusion. Or you know, suck off the nuclear power from a black hole heart or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll get into that in our podcast sometime. Um, I was going to say, um, so, Grandpa said they did some bowling, um, some couples bowling before. Uh, were you ever part of bowling with him? Or, or no. Ever did that? Okay. What did you guys uh, do for... Um, Entertainment? For entertainment, I guess. Just, just, yeah, going out to movies. movies going for pizza. Yeah, yeah. Going to the uh, ice cream parlor. Yeah. Right, uh, just kind of, just what's that one called in town? Uh, Union, Union Dairy. Dairy. Union Dairy. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great that's place. The Go one. there with all the kids. They have yeah. hamburgers and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Still ice around. Cream. How yeah. long has it been around? Over a hundred years. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, obviously the management has changed from the original well, owners, but well, yeah. It's been a hundred years. What are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's still called Union Dairy. It's, it's still, still called Union exactly Dairy. It's still the original location, pretty yeah. much the original plumbing, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. It's always been the same as far as I remember it, you know. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Good place. Good old Union Um so uh one of my most vivid memories with you was playing cards. I'm not sure what the game was. And uh, you were really having fun and, like, laughing with us. And uh, I think it was the first time I, I saw you, like, really let loose. And I'll always remember that because it's, you, you, you kind of, like, you've always kind of been the, like, kind of quiet, like, relaxed grandparent. You know what I mean? And, um, yeah, I've always admired that about you in general, you know, and, but it's re- it's really important for us LeBarons to have that, <laughs> you know, yes. counter counterweight to the kind of you know neuroticism that we we tend to tend to betray a lot. Yes, we are again, as you may have, if you cannot tell by the tone of my voice. Yeah. yeah. 
you're what you get when you get the uh, stereotypical Scottish mixed with the uh, stereotypes of the high engineering types. But, you know, mm -hmm. hey, yeah. it's family history. Yeah. Grandpa was failure analysis engineer at Honeywell Microswitched and worked on stuff for NASA and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Then there was the time he got called by the CIA because they were trying to figure out why he was in West Germany. Mm. I see. <laughs> he got copied in in a formal report, and since he didn't file a co uh, other technical report here in the states, they kind of trying to figure out what happened there. Wait, 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 wait. So, 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 it, it's they thought he was in East Germany, and he West. wasn't. West Germany, he wasn't. Yes. Uh, it was a paperwork. research paper. I believe, if I recall correctly, it was some sort of research paper on hysteresis. It's the little bounce back you get with an electric circuit when you change the switch. Hysteresis? Yes. I've never heard that one before. Yes. Well, it's like, if you bounce a spring, it doesn't just, you know, expand and collapse in one fell swoop. Mm -hmm. It kind of, you know, echoes a little bit before it returns to its original form. Okay. The same thing happens with an electronic circuit. So, in the early days, they needed to find a way to clean this up because you know, it makes electronic noise. It'd be like if I dropped a... If you drop a rock in a pond, you get ripples. Mm -hmm. Well, with an electronic circuit, you don't want all those ripples. You just wanted the one. Okay, yeah, that, make, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, Scott, um, we're getting probably near the end of this, but I wanted to ask you, Scott, because, um, you know, you actually spent more time yes. with Grandma one one than any she of the rest of the kids. She was practically my mother, to be completely honest. Yeah, I was about to say, why don't you tell me a little bit about her uh, her raising you back then. Well, she, and as we've already pointed out, she was a nice counterpoint to the mono-mindedness of both uh, father and grandpa. That and she had a more... Well, she definitely was more emotional than those two. Or yeah. at least conventionally so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the since it seems to us, as very kids, that, that there's a long-running joke that everyone else is in on, that my that father somehow is thought to be a pillar of the community, but he was great and personal and all this nice stuff, but mm -hmm. to us, it's like, we don't get it. Well, like, I mean, I, I get it. I, it's just, <laughs> I get why we also don't get it sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, whereas Grandma here, you know... She's far more warm. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I mean, you're the, you're the warmth of this family. <laughs> yes. Very flat. Yeah. I mean, that's true. Perhaps you're not the raging fire, but you're the ongoing warm, burning coals that keep the house warm. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, uh, I got one um, last little feature here, guys. I wanted to go over um, while oh, I was boy. reading through Grandpa's stuff. He mentioned something that he he remembered as as a boy, Burma shave ads. Yeah. You know. You know. Right. Yeah. So um, I found this website. It's got. It just shows random Burma shave ads. It just it's a random Burma shave ad generator. Apparently, it used to they used to be. Um, actually, you want to ex explain them, Grandma? The ads. Well, you go down the highway. Yeah. And every so often, I don't know how many there'd be another some description and then at the end it just use burnishing. Yeah. So like each successive sign yeah. would yeah. be another like another part of like the sentence or the yeah. phrase or whatever. Oh yes, yeah. And then at the end good. it would say burnishing. Yeah. So um I guess what we're gonna do is this little little game not game thing that I've made up. Um we're going to vote if it makes sense for today. We're gonna, we're gonna, I'm gonna read off the the Burmachave ad, and we're gonna vote whether we think it makes sense for you know today's time period as an ad, or we will ask Grandma what it means at all if we don't understand, it. <laughs> ah. you know, or you know, or we'll say that it doesn't make sense as it is. So, you know, we'll just see how this goes. Yeah, let me just click a random one. So, here we go. You know your onions. Let us suppose. This beats them all. Don't turn up your nose. Burma shape. Is that? It makes sense. It's just a bunch of puns. <laughs> that's that's mostly that's a, a lot of what the burma shape things are. Yeah. But um, do you think that people would get this these days? 
What do you um, think? Considering people think puns are pretty high humor these days, and in fact puns are coming back with a vengeance as far as things go, yeah, I think it would work. Yeah, yeah. It's certainly memorable. It tracks the eye, what have you. Although, I, do, I will say, I don't think that it mentions... What a heck of Burma shade is. Yeah, I don't know what it's selling. <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> Brad, have you words. seen an Old Spice ad recently? That's true, that's true. I'll give it, I'll the give best that. advertisements, in my opinion, are those that make no sense in or out of yeah, context. Yeah. Because that way, you don't have to actually, you know, back up what your product does, and you garner interest. Well, yeah, that's definitely, like, t today, that's the same. True. You know. Yes, I mean... I feel back like back then, this would have been really out there. Well, it would have been cutting edge, yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Back then, you'd have, like, entire full-page ads with, you know, pictures and quotes and stuff, you know. Yeah. I mean... Hey, what do you think, Grandma? What do you think of this? You know you know your onions. Let us suppose this beats them all. Don't turn up your nose. You think that would work today? Sense to you. It might work, but it really isn't in one of the Yeah, yeah. We might have to explain it a little bit. Let's get it. Let's get another. All right. Pull off the road to change a flat. Protect your life. No spare for that. Burma shave. See, that sounds like a gun <laughs> ad. <laughs> so I'm getting that not all of these ads are specifically for the product. They're like, this doesn't even seem like it's for. It's about shaving, you know. Were, so they were um, they not always? Well, you had to know exactly what burn shave was. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, and no. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure it was really popular at the time. I don't yeah. care for that. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think that that one. Um, that one it's, the it's NRA nice. would approve. Well, it's nice. You know, it's they're. I guess it's it's a nice sentiment. I just I agree. It wouldn't uh, work as an ad. All right. This one's from 1960. Uh, um, almost, when they, almost when they were done doing this. Um, statistics prove near and far that folks who drive like crazy are. <laughs> yeah. I feel like at this point they're literally just doing, they're doing um, side of the road related jokes. You know. Well, I don't know how long they ran this particular campaign, so to speak, but we do eventually run out of material. Well, okay, so it goes from 1927 Yeah, they're probably out of material, Brad. <laughs> so, yeah, that doesn't seem like anything. I'm going to go to the 1927 one now and see what, see what one of the earliest ones says. Now, this one, this one's no BS. It's, uh, shave the modern way, no brush, no lather, no rubbin'. Big tube, thirty-five cents drugstores, Burmishit. So that one's pretty straightforward. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That'll, so that'll work. It's so, yeah. very matter of fact. Mm -hmm. So I think at the very beginning, they were they were, you know, on direct. Yeah, they were direct. Let's see. Goodbye shaving brush, half a pound at, for half a dollar. Very fine for the skin. Druggists have it. <laughs> Cheer up. Face the war is over. <laughs> Sorry, I really. Giggle whenever I see druggist. Yes. <laughs> Go down to your local apothecary. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Druggists have it. Like uh, These days, I feel like if someone saw a druggist on an ad, they would think that it was someone that goes around drugging people. <laughs> that or like uh, some sort of fancy street word for a drug dealer. Yeah, yeah there we go. Druggists. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what they should go by. Yeah. I'm just your local druggist. But I don't, I don't think that one would quite work these days, what do you think? The druggist is definitely a Yeah, yeah, the druggist, yeah. Is that, was that a pretty common term, druggist? Well, yes. Yeah, yeah. What about, uh, was, were they still using, they were still using the word pharmacy back then, right? Well, but it didn't yeah. really they didn't use it commonly. They didn't. Say it, it, the drugstore or the, the drugstore. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I think the term drug itself. Got, really, got dirty, yes. Yeah. Was it the word on drugs? When did Probably. we start calling them drugs? Like illicit substances. Ever? Always? Well, I mean, well, well when you were young... They didn't call them drugs. Yeah, because they were calling medicine drugs back then. Yeah. So, when do you remember them? Well, the, the 60s, the mm -hmm. sexual revolution. Okay, time, okay. That's 
Ah, uh, yeah, that makes sense. There's probably a lot of terms that were coined. California. Mm-hmm. Yeah, summer '69 and all that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that makes sense. But yeah, we don't. Yeah, we don't use it generally in a positive sense anymore. Okay. okay. All right. Um. Just uh, let's do two more. Two more. All right. All right. So here's one from. I'll jump a few years to 1931. Let's see if they're still on their uh, shaving message now. No matter how you slice it, it's still your face. Be humane. Use Burma shave. I like that. Yeah, that would work. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think that it, it would work especially now. It's kind of a kind of a slick line. Well, Self care and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and then uh, let's do one. Ooh, let's do one from 1945. Wonder. March and push the hog. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Should I go to 43 or 45? What do you think is going to have the most, like, <laughs> controversial? <laughs> Let's do 40, 43. Let's see what's happening. Because that's, like, right when the war is still going. Yeah. Maybe there's something more related. Let's see. Early to bed. Early to bed, early to rise was meant for those old-fashioned guys who don't use I guess the implication is that if you don't use Burma shave, it takes near eons in order to cleanse your face of yeah, those offending yeah. follicles. Yeah, I think that works. Yes, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that wouldn't work in today's markets too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's all right though. It's not, it's yeah, it has a, a, a ring to it and stuff. Yeah. So. But uh, yeah, so uh, that was my uh, kind of impromptu uh, bonus game that I decided to add to this. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Um, who knows, I might bring the uh, Burma shapes. Thank you for doing the podcast with me. Um, and uh, Brought to you by Blue Coal. Yes, Blue Coal. What, what is that? <laughs> Blue Coal, your, go to your local coal dealer for rich anthracite to heat your home through the cold, cold winters. All right, you will leave the, the commercial break right after this podcast is over. All right, uh, thank you uh, for doing the podcast, everyone. Just say bye to the listeners, and bye-bye. Auf Wiedersehen. All right, thank you so much. I'll see you next week, everyone. Thank you for listening to Hero Worship. Special thanks to King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard for the music. For more information or to let us know what you think, visit soundcloud.com slash Podcast. Please join us next time, and remember, if you have a hero in your life, make sure you let them know it. This has been a Revolver Audio production. Executive producer, Brad LeBaron. For more podcasts, visit soundcloud.com slash revolveraudio. Or to support new content, visit co-fi.com slash revolveraudio. Mmm, revolver.